Love City Arts Podcast. I'm Andre in the Flow. I wanted to create a space where artists could come together and encourage all of humanity through the arts. So welcome to that space. For more information, to follow my journey and the journey of all of our artists, visit andreintheflow.com and lovecityarts.org. Please enjoy today's episode and thanks for listening. is a versatile musician born in Napoli, Italy. Although approaching music very young, he officially started training as a singer at the age of 15. At 16, he was already playing as professional singer in Italy, touring the country thoroughly with local bands such as Big Ben Shout, the Blue Flames Trio also as a bassist, Easy Stitch Orchestra, Rough Cane Sugar, and more. In 2013, he obtained a national diploma at the Music Academy of Bologna, in 2014, a Bachelor's of Arts with Honors in Contemporary Music at Essex University of Luton, UK. And in May 2017, a Master's Degree in Jazz Performance at Queen's College of New York. Jazz is a fundamental part of his evolution as a singer, and his love for that form of music also gives him a deeper understanding of songwriting, another of his main activities. After moving to New York in 2015, he also started focusing on teaching and passing along his experience to others. He deeply believes in the importance of learning through movement and the fact that every human being is an able musical machine that has to be directed on the right path to develop the skills needed to make music. Join me now in my conversation with Robin Grasso as we discuss his beginnings in jazz music, George Clinton and the mathematics of love, inspiration, and so much more. Hi there, everybody, and welcome to the Love City Arts Podcast. I'm Andre in the Flow, and today's artist is Robin Grasso. He's a singer, songwriting musician, and teacher based in New York City, and I'm so glad to have him on the show. Hi there, Robin. Hello. Hello, everyone. So glad to have you. Thanks for being here. Of course, I'm very happy to be part of it. So tell me a little, about, a little bit about yourself and your artistry um, based out of New York. Yeah, I, I started my, my musical studies when I was kind of young, but not too young. Uh, but I always loved music. And uh, when I had the chance to move to New York, I just took it. And, and now here I am. I... I write songs. Most of the, most of the of what I do is being a, a singer songwriter. Then, of course, on the side, I teach. I you know I work in the music industry uh, as much as I can, trying to you know be in in the in the flow in the in the music as much as I can. And then yeah, and I I just released my first EP, so that's the first real goal that I that I had that I that I managed to succeed on. What is your EP called? It's called First Day 
And uh, it's, of course, a title that, you know, it's self-explanatory because it's the first EP. It was released on the first day of 2018. So it's like a new beginning, you know, something that I've been working on for a long time, actually. But I wanted to... I wanted it to be not really somewhere where I would stop, but I would. It would be like the first step of a growth that would just keep going. You know, some. I love that. I, I love that. Speaking <laughs> of new beginnings, you said that are you fairly new to New York City? Uh, fairly, yes. I've been living here for two years now, so you know, it's it, it takes a while to get used to the craziness and also greatness of this city, and uh, so now I'm starting to feel at home of course but yeah it's it's kind of fresh what was it like when you first got here and and you know i know when i got here about five years ago it was like information and sensory overload <laughs> like yes oh my god i totally feel that yeah it, it, it was it was kind of crazy i i have to say i was lucky because i came here with a specific uh goal that was um i i did my master degree at queen's college uh, so in, in jazz and just um just performing so that helped to you know focus on something and not get lost in the uh, infinite amount of stimuli that uh, that were arriving from everywhere. <laughs> so that definitely helped. Uh, also, with the fact to get uh, immediately to the to the center of the topic here, talking, speaking about love, uh, you know, uh, I I came here that I really didn't know any anybody. I didn't have any family. I don't have any family in the states and. Uh, didn't really know any friends. There was mm. just a friend of mine that was supposed to be here, but ironically, uh, she, she, this friend was also a singer, and she told me about uh, Queens College. She basically um, introduced me to to New York and gave me the idea. But then she did not got in the college, and I did. So I wait, you know, she, I wait, she the, she introduced you to the school and said, "Come on over here," and then yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, that 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 is what happened. Because yeah, she was she was a little bit unlucky, I have to say. Um, uh, now she's she's okay, like she's super happy, and she's living in Rome, and she's doing a lot of stuff. She's releasing actually her first album very soon, so I'm very happy for her. But yeah, but the irony was that she was here in New York much, you know, before that I would even would even thinking of uh, of getting the master or anything like that or moving here and then i i moved in i moved in and uh, she didn't get the visa so she could not come back oh, so wow. so yeah that was that's a little a little bit of uh, of the story of you know how i got here but then, as I was saying, you know, the fact of being enrolled in the in Queens College really helps with uh, with that because you know when you are um, with a lot of other international students, then you you know you can understand each other, you can create a community. And I have to say, I'm very grateful to the Queens College community uh, for you know for accepting me. For I, I feel part of that now. That's amazing. Um, tell me how. Um... You say, where'd you say you were from again? I'm from Italy, from Italy. Napoli. So tell yeah. me how Baby Robin in Italy falls in love with jazz, and that cr- connects all of these dots <laughs> to get you to New York City. Like, what was what was Baby Robin musically like? 
Okay, so it's a uh, it's a little bit of a fun story. I I have uh, had a brother. And my brother was also um, a musician, and uh, so he basically introduced me to music in general. And when I was um, I, I was telling you before, I didn't really start studying music, studying singing on it or um, any musical uh, training um, until I was. 16 years old, so fairly, you know, older. Um, but when I was four or five or six, I was already kind of singing with my brother. So that was, that has been my approach to music. And that is what I, you know, what I still like, the, the spontaneousness of, uh, of just being with friends and just making music, making art. That is, that is what, you know, I really feel is the most important thing. So just, uh, yeah, when I was little, I started like that. And then slowly growing up, um, one of my things was always like to create, I don't know, write funny songs or just uh, simple, you know, melodies. To, I remember uh, one of my, you know, um, greatest memories with my brothers that we sing together he would play the guitar and I would sing about, I don't know, what I was playing that day with. Like if I had, uh, I don't know, a toy like a lion, then I would make a song about that lion, you know, having adventures, I don't know, or yeah. something like that. And so just from those silly songs, I then got into jazz just really by chance when um, I think, I have to be honest, in my uh, household, um, we never really listened to m music that was not like um, American music, basically like American pop and uh, and also British pop or stuff like that. So jazz was, of course, part of that um, you know heritage that I, that I had from my uh, from my parents and from my brother in particular. And so yeah, I just got into jazz really by chance. Maybe I think probably the first. Uh, Jazz artist that maybe is not now really my favorite anymore, but still I I owe him you know the fact that he introduced me to this world is uh, Michael Bublé. Probably he is the the who, guy. Who, who that is that again? My, Michael Michael Bublé. Michael you know, Bublé introduced you to jazz yes. <laughs> because you know like his the way that he would you know sing very those standards those songs actually in, I would I shouldn't say he introduced me to jazz I should say he introduced me to those. The, Amer the great American songbook that yes. then introduced me to Frank Sinatra and uh, Mel Torme and all those singers that then I started to listen to more. Because, yeah, I, that is probably the path that I, that I took. I love it. I love it. What is your favorite <laughs> thing about jazz? Like, what does jazz do for you? Because you're working in it and you sing it. And I'm, I've heard you. You sing it so passionately. Like, what is it about jazz that you love so much? Well, definitely the chance, the possibility to express yourself in as many ways as possible. The fact that uh, jazz is, you know, what I what I feel um, about the the form of art that is jazz is that it is at the same time the top of the class. You know, the the best that you can um, point to the, when you when you're studying when you're. Uh, um, focusing on yeah developing a skill if you you know everybody if if you want to be a greater musician you always say oh i should you know you go to a university and what you study either classical music of course or you study jazz contemporary music so it's that and at the same time though it's the closest to the 
freedom of uh, of maybe not necessarily being super technical, super skilled, super, you know, per- perfect in what you're doing, but it has still the truth of, uh, the truth of, uh, yeah, just being spon- spontaneous. So that's, of course, the, the improvisation, the, the, that, that part. But so it, it unites the need for very good skills with the, um, you cannot really lose the thread of, uh, of, of, you know, the word that is the soul, basically, the inside. You can't be just skills. You can't be just the best singer in the world or know, musician in the world to be a great jazz musician. You also have to say, have to have something to say. Mm. What is it that you're saying through your music? Um, well, I always, I always try to, I start from, um, from something that happens from an idea, from, um, yeah, from something that comes to mind, even the most simple, uh, things. Uh, and then I have to admit in my, um, in my writing, I always try to, uh, then give more than one interpretation to what am I, what am I writing? Because, I like the fact, you know, to say something that I think, but I also like to leave the song open to another interpretation that maybe uh, a listener would, you know, would be more compelled with or would be more interested in. So, yeah, it really, it really depends. Of course, love, it's always like love stories and uh, deep emotions are always the things where we start, you know, they give us the, the little... Uh, push to to begin writing a new song maybe yeah i love the idea of you leaving space in your music for it to breathe mm-hmm. and for the listener to be able to to find their space in it or find their I place totally, in it. yeah yeah that i can make you a little bit of an example about that for example in um in my last EP, that was also my first, um, there is a song... I love it. Called... First and last EP. Well, not, <laughs> yeah. not last, last, but the, the most current. last, last, for yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the most, yeah. yeah, the current. <laughs> and uh, so I would say um, there is a song that is called uh, Paradox. And in that specific song, um, how it started, uh, that, that actually is a song that I wrote... Uh, with a with a very good friend of mine, uh, is, who is called Alessandro Fadini, is another Italian uh, pianist, and um, the original title for that song was uh, Fermi Paradox, which I don't know if you're familiar with. I'm really uh, also, uh, amongst other things, I'm a real sci-fi guy. I really like you know space and uh, wondering about you know what is there uh, in, in other planets and stuff like that. Oh, and wow. so there is this, well, there, there is this Italian physicist that is called, astrophysicist that is called uh, Fermi. And uh, this guy theorized this paradox that, um, in, in which he basically uh, says um, there are so many uh, possibilities, so many planets that might have alien life. So if there are so many planets, how come we don't have any proof of that? Because nowadays, I mean, if you, unless you, you know, you believe that 
the government is hiding it from us, of course. But if, <laughs> if the government is not, which I really don't believe it, it would have the power to, um, where is all the alien life? You know, where is it? How come we don't have? We haven't encountered any until now. And um, so this idea, you know, sparkled in the mind of Alex or Alessandro, my friend, and he wrote this melody. Then I put lyrics on it, of course, thinking of that. But when I when it came the time to put out the the EP, I really felt I wanted to change the title to um, instead of being Fermi paradox, just being paradox. Because of course that is one paradox, but I wanted to leave the interpretation open to the listener. Maybe uh, the I, I was thinking of for in, in the song, in one of the lyrics, some of the lyrics say, um, uh, "Answer my call." Is your airplane mode on? So you know why are why aren't you answering my call? You know, Oof. like when you put when you put your your airplane mode, you know, in on your on your. Wait, 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 wait. Your, your lyric is answer my call. Why is your airplane mode on? <laughs> yes. Holy moly. <laughs> Okay. The answer, Michael, and then the re- reply is your airplane mode on? You know, just yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I have to stop. I have to stop there because that just—I don't know why that hit me like a bolt of lightning. Um, what, are, what are you trying to say there? Are you saying that um, that you're being ignored? Are you? What are you? What, what, what are you speaking to when you say answer my call? Yeah, it's, it's that is that is the, that is just the freedom of interpretation. I don't know. I mean. I was thinking of in that particular moment. I think I was thinking of aliens, right? I was thinking of why <sighs> aren't the aliens, you know, answering us? Like, and ironically, of course, not figuratively, but just ironically, saying, "Hey, why aren't you answering? Is your airplane mode on, like, out there in the space and stuff like that?" But then you can translate that in our world, and it happens many times. I don't know. Somebody that you love ghosts you out, or uh, <laughs> or uh, you know something more uh, down to earth. You know that that is exactly what I was trying to 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 tell you. The, my idea of leaving the interpretation open to the listener. So wow, so it, it could be it, it could be aliens or an ex boyfriend. <laughs> 
Like, it could, like, <laughs> yeah. like your, mu- yeah, your music crosses across the universe. <laughs> it knows no bounds. Like, I'm either out in the field under an open sky talking to aliens, or I'm literally looking at my cell phone. Literally, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry if that is disappointing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I'm inspired by this. There's, there's so much space, and um, I feel yeah. like that that allows, um, like like you're saying, the sci-fi geek. Um, I'm also a sci-fi yeah. geek, so it allows the geek right, to okay. like, compl- yeah, to completely. I'm into more of those like um, robot shows, and like, have you seen Black Mirror? Uh huh. Oh man, of course, yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. I. Uh, all of that type of stuff, that kind of very surreal yet realism. Yeah, and exactly. um, yeah, what if there is a parallel universe where, um, you know, <laughs> uh, alien Andre is talking to alien Robin, and but in a right. completely different language, and <laughs> you know, I can dig it. Yeah, I can dig it. Oh no, no, no! I do, I do, I do. It's exactly the same. <laughs> so it yeah, sounds so... like. Okay, oh, go ahead. No, no, that 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 exactly. I was just want to sum up. You know, that's exactly the the point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like that you put a lot of thought and love into your art, and I can feel through um, the line your um, <laughs> enthusiasm about mm-hmm. allowing these ideas to kind of come out of you know, the brain of the, of your co-composer and you, what is it like when that spark hits you? When, when you're like, I hear this melody, let's talk about aliens. What, what mm-hmm. is, what does that look like? <laughs> well, um, it's, it, it really depends. I, I have, yeah, maybe I am in my writing. It's, a, I am always, um, it's always a union of, that spark that you were talking about, that like moment that hits you and you know that that is going to be your next song, whatever it is. And then a lot of hours spent to take that spark and make it into a fire, you know, like to really build around it. So um, most of the times, the moment that that spark happens i'm just just doing something else probably or uh, uh you know yeah or either maybe playing just you know shredding or uh, or just playing the piano just uh, i i play a little bit of piano just you know to to compose of course uh-huh. and so that might be the moment or maybe you are in the subway and just an idea comes to mind and say oh well i really should write a song about that and then of course, I mean, this is something that a, a lot of friends who compose music told me, and we always agree on that. So you you have hundreds of ideas, probably, but then the ones that you really decide to work on are the ones that are going to, you know, work. So you have to put, exactly as you were saying, you have to put a lot of love in it, like a lot of passion in, in that, because that spark is also not going to be enough. It's It's everything, but it's also not enough. I love it. Um, the union, you said the union of a spark, and I'm going to say the union of an artistic spark. I mean, that's where it mm-hmm. all begins. What um, right. what inspires you? Um, is it the L train, the G train, the A train? Like, 
Well, um, usually, usually, I don't know. I guess the R train, which is oh, oh, the, uh, the R train, is the one that really gets you going. <laughs> I guess I don't know. No, but most most of all, most of all, you know, I think the um, New York and the, this is we go back to the fact, you know, talking about the city in general and my hometown, Napoli. Um, I really think there are two very artistic cities where. It's hard to survive in because, of course, you have, uh, as we were saying before, you have to just, uh, you have a very fast pace and you can never stop. And, um, and at the same time, uh, you, I don't know, there is this, uh, this something, this magic, this, I don't know even how to describe it, that just um, makes you feel something. I mean, it, it, can just be maybe like a, a, a construct that I'm that I'm making up, but I just think I really believe that this some you know the cities where you um, where people are making a lot of art, then that energy just flows around the city, just makes everyone more connected, and that's what that's what spark that's what make that spark that's what inspires me most of the time. So. Definitely people, just definitely like people that I see even on, you know, on the subway, of course, you meet a lot of people, you have a lot of uh, um, ex- exchanges with the strangers uh, and uh, yeah, or maybe when they're, you, when they're your armpit. No. On the on the R train. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe that is not gonna make a awesome real uh, song about aliens, but who knows? Maybe maybe why not? <laughs> uh, something tells but, yeah. me that you have it in you to write that song, though. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's 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 true. It's I, I don't know. It's um, it's it's just um, I really wouldn't know how to answer the question how. Like what exactly um, gives you like that, that like tells you that you have that in you? I don't know. I I think it's a union of uh, wanting to do it and you know having the dream of of doing it. Of course, I really what I don't believe I I, I really there there is like this concept uh, that um, I had. Um, I felt around me for a lot of my uh, childhood where, um, you know, there, there is this idea that many people have that either, you know, it's, it's a blessing from God, basically, if you have it or not. Like, if mm. you can be the blessed one or you can not be the blessed one. I don't believe that, even though I believe in God, but I don't believe that God, you know, just decides, okay, you're going to be um, the next composer, in the next um, Michael Jackson, you're going to be the next uh, guy who doesn't know how to write anything. I just believe that, you know, maybe somebody has uh, easier an easier path because, for example, you come from a family of musicians, I don't know, and then you, of course, it's easier for you. But at the same time, wherever you're coming from, if you really love love that and so you really do what you love, then you're going to be great. You can be much greater than, uh, you know, the man, you can be the next Michael Jackson or the next uh, Quincy Jones or I don't know. So what I'm hearing you saying is that when 
Um, when the angel of blessing is going through the Nepalese streets or going through my Brooklyn uh-huh. street, they're not like passing over certain houses and hitting only like two houses per block. Like it's available to everybody. Exactly. That is exactly what I believe. And that misconcept of uh, this angel that just comes and blesses your house I just, I just think that would not be fair, and uh, I think that God is fair. So, I, I mean, in the one way or another, I mean, we, we are empowered with the, with the, you know, with the possibility of just making our life uh, most of the times. Maybe I told, as I, as I told you before, maybe for somebody it's easier, for somebody else it's much harder. Of course, that is like the difference and the fact, you know, that makes us in, in humans in the world. But, yeah, I really believe that that angel you were talking about is just saying to everyone, do what you love, and then, you know, you can be, you can be really good at that if you really like it. Well, this would be the moment. Uh, I was raised in church, and so this would be the moment where I would yell, hallelujah. That, that, <laughs> okay. that is the best that is very, very good news. And I hope that our listeners really, really um, hear that today, that like, it's not, you know, I read from a book called um, The Course in Miracles. It's one of my woo-woo books that I have on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And um, it just talks about how the children of God, like none of the children of God are special and all the children of God are special. Meaning that <laughs> like, you know, no one's special in that you know what you're saying like the blessings of god are like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for everybody um but then you're also special in that you have that blessing right um definitely definitely we gotta hold that wow so yeah hallelujah um (laughs) yes (laughs) what, what do you think propels your you know this is a love city arts podcast so we have to talk about love what do you think propels your love um i have been i've been very lucky i think with um with the fact of you know meeting many people that uh, help help me every day of having you know for example having a very um, yeah propelling that's the very that's a very good word family uh, for uh, even for my artistic career and uh, definitely my mom is the first person I mean it's, it might seem silly but it really is you know like someone that uh, really, I, I think for everyone, that's, that's true for everyone. Your, your mom really teaches you how to love in the first place. And, uh, and then in general, I really think that are, uh, you know, small things that people do every day, like just, you know, share a smile and share something nice. And that is really what, what makes me, yeah, what propels my, my love, what I, yeah, what makes me, keep going because yeah as we were saying sometimes it gets hard uh but yeah you have to just be looking for those uh, little moments and uh, take them in has there ever been a time in your life where you didn't feel the love like i mean i'm in i'm in this space now where i i see love and and the you know, these brittle trees outside in this winter, you know, of mm-hmm. New York, and I see God in the sunshine. And I, I see him in my, you know, and for me, God is love. Love is God. Um, 
And mm-hmm. for those of us, for those of you who are listening that have like an aversion to the word God, I just consider that to be love or all that is. And so Definitely. I see this amazing presence in my scarf and in my yogurt and in my applesauce, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know. No, so, I know, I know, I know what you mean. But has there been a time when, when, when that, when you didn't feel it? So, um, yes, I, it, would, it would take maybe too much time to go really in depth of this. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I I, there, I haven't, you know, I, as I, I was saying before, I really feel lucky for, for what I have, of course. Um, at the same time, I, it's not really been super easy. Like when I was little, little um, I had the, the lack of luck that uh, um, unfortunately my brother who was the one that I was telling you uh, we were you know playing together and do, doing like that he passed yeah. away when 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 he, you know when I was like uh, um, what 2008 so you know 10 years ago now oh no I'm and, sorry uh, no don't worry don't worry I you know I like to speak about him because he really gave me a lot and then there are those, of course, those those things that make you, you know, just, uh, of course, feel sad and just doubt about a lot of things. And so I guess, you know, there has been, I, I of course, was uh, uh, was little. I was, uh, yeah, I was 16 at the time. Uh, so um, I, I just didn't really know, you know, what, what to do think about it and uh, and i still had like i remember um you know clearly that music has always been you know my um the thing that made me um feel loved mo- most because in general i think this is something everybody can relate to either you are a musician or just a listener or somebody that really just listens to music once in a while when you listen to that song that you really like, you really, I don't know, just uh, feel joyful, just feel better, just feel uh, something, something great. And, um, and so I uh, still, you know, even though when I was doing music, maybe I would have those moments that would make me feel very good. Of course, at the same time, I was very doubtful about everything else. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And then, Again, with the help of uh, my family, with the with the help of uh, friends, I got, of course, every all of us got got over that, and you know, realized uh, you know, everything you have to to realize that, of course, uh, he you know keeps keeps being here, and and I I I also I still you know feel my brother in in his music as a musician. I told you he was a musician, so you know it's still part of uh, part of my life in the in the things that he taught me and things that he uh in how he made me grow and so you know that's how i evolved and i really think i you know i, I became someone I, I grew i grew up actually yeah that's that's the that's the word so but yeah of course there is there are in everybody's life everybody has his own you know darker moments and yeah you just have to 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 do what uh, maybe listen to some music sometimes <laughs> even just that might help i was going to ask you um because i also am healed by music and i have a i have several playlists on my spotify that mm-hmm. that kind of 
instantaneously lift my vibration and my energy if i put on a certain song like um <laughs> Nat- i think i've talked about this right. on, a, on another episode of the podcast I th- uh, natalie cole's this will be um do you know that song Ooh, I I like, don't goes, know that song. It's like I this will, oh, what I can't even sing today. This will be an everlasting love. I I the moment oh, that I oh yeah oh yeah 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 okay. sure sure sure. So I the moment that. that I hear the dun da 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 from the from the piano playing, I'm instantly lifted. Like even <laughs> talking to you right now, and I'm already like high off of this conversation. <laughs> but even thinking about wow. that song, it just gets me like yeah, it's like it's gonna be okay. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> okay, our, I like that. Yeah, so for our listeners, um, you know, maybe your favorite song or a, a uplifting song can be something that pulls you out of of a dark place. What's your go-to yeah. uh, fave? Okay, that is a that is a good question. I mean, in general, I really like uh, funk music and. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, R&B and funk, and that is something that in general makes me, you know, just real, uh, yeah, hype, hype, hyped up, I guess. But at the same time, are, um, I mean, there are some songs that I just feel, you know, they're perfect in the same way that heals me, heal me, even if they are, they don't maybe lift me up in this, in that sense, just don't make me super hyped up, but maybe just heal me for how beautiful they are and how uh, a great interpretation there is there is a song that um i mean it, it's gonna sound silly because i can't really remember the name of the song but it's mm. a song from george clinton uh you know in the in the parliament with okay the, okay come come that, through george clinton yeah <laughs> yes and there is this song that uh, that is uh I am, can I be honest with you? I am scrolling my Spotify playlist because I really want to find that scroll, name. Scroll, scroll. Right we'll wait, we'll wait. Because, um, uh, the, yeah, there must. What are the lyrics to it? You don't want to give it away. No, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to okay. give it away. All right, don't give it away, don't give it away. You look for it, and while you're looking for it, I'm going to play our listeners one of your jams. Okay, sounds good. Okay. It wouldn't be a bad thing But I don't get no loving And that's no lie We've spent the night in Frisco And every kind of disco From that night I've kissed my love goodbye Don't blame it on the sunshine Blame it on the moonlight Don't blame it on a good time Just blame it on a boogie Blame it on the sunshine Blame it on the moonlight don't blame it on a good time, just blame it on a boogie. That nasty boogie bugs me. Somehow it has drugged me. Spellbound freedom gets me off my feet. I've changed my life completely. I've seen the lightning leave me. My baby just can't take her eyes off me. Don't blame it on the sunshine, blame it on the moonlight. Don't blame it on a good time, just blame it on a boogie. Don't blame it on the sunshine, don't blame it on the moonlight. Don't blame it on a good time, so you can blame it on a boogie. Now go, go, yeah. 
Okay. Hey, Andrew. I'm find so it? glad I found it. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh my God! Yes. What is it called? It's actually funny. It's called Mathematics of Love. <laughs> so Ma- Mathematics just... of who? Mathematics of Love. Mathematics of Love. How apropos. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's it's actually featuring Kim Burrell. Okay. The the singer and uh, yeah, it just. Uh, I I can play for you if you want. It's just so funny that I didn't remember that it was... (laughs) Give me a little bit. Okay, wait, let me find the... Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that sounds wonderful. And that's Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah, it's it's uh, actually. Uh, wait a second. The um, what is the album that it is in? Uh, I think. Oh, the name of the album is George Clinton and the and his Gangsters of Love. And the Gangsters of Love. Yes. <laughs> okay, that is that is a yeah. gang that I want to be in. Yes, man. <laughs> All the day. Now every gang, yeah. now every gang needs to have a mission. And so, what is your life's right. mission? Like, what are you? What are you about right now? Um. Okay. Well. Um. Mainly, I. I want to honestly, if I have to be really honest with you, I really want to spread you know the love for music, because I I there is another song that is a second song in my EP uh, that is called Sound, and uh, for me it's exactly the like an ode to to sound to to music, and I I'm telling I'm writing of course in my interpretation of the song <laughs> um, about how. Yeah, music is is so important for us humans, and I that is that is also the reason why I wanted to to get into teaching, and mm. uh, I'm doing that in my you know in part time in some uh, private schools around here in Queens, uh, in Queens, New York, and um, and yeah, I I really believe that it's something really very very important for everybody uh, whether you want to be a professional or you want to do something else in your life learning how to sing for example uh, just gives you so much just makes you uh, understand yourself like your body so much more so yeah probably even though you know it's not like i I am doing, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't have a, a specific mission you know, that I think of every day, but if I should think of something right now, I would definitely choose that as, uh, as my mission. Intoxicating my 
surprise With such a great disguise Got lost into your eyes You're the ocean raging wild That brought me back to life Diving underwater Once again uh, it's, It sounds like a great, great mission. Now, <laughs> on that mission, as we're concluding this interview, like where, mm-hmm. are, you said in addition to your teaching, do you have any upcoming shows or like where can people find out about your upcoming work? Of course. Well, most of all, you can just be in touch on Facebook or uh, Instagram uh, if you search for uh, Flying Robin Project. So, Flying Robin, of course, Robin. my name. Yes, Flying Robin, because, uh, you know, I... That was my nickname when I was uh, when I was little when I started playing. So uh, and uh, so, Flying Robin Project is the name also of my band. So if you look for that, uh, either on Facebook, on Instagram, or you can find my website, which is flyinggrowingproject.com. Um, there are all the shows posted and and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I have I have a gig in the city every Thursday. There is uh, uh, this uh, wine bar. Uh, which is another thing I love, <laughs> of course. Wine? Uh, wine. Okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, moderately. Yeah. But yeah, of course. And um, and I play there every Thursday, so from 8 to 10. So if anybody wants to come out and check out, the name of the place is Stanford Hotel, and it's on uh, 32nd and Broadway. And uh, yeah, well, there is a lounge on the first floor of this hotel and uh, in, in Koreatown, and uh, we play there every Thursday. Or um, I'm I'm not uh, I don't have any upcoming uh, gigs with my band with Flying Robin Project lately in the next few weeks, but there there will be more coming soon. So definitely, you know, if you guys want, stay in touch on my website or uh, social medias. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check you out on a Thursday night. I've been looking for a chill space with wine in order to enjoy some music. So, All right. Yeah. Thank you, man. That's good. That's good. All right. So I conclude all of my episodes with some fill-in-the-blanks um, these days. And so um, fill in the following blanks. Um, joy is? Um, joy is fulfillment. Is it? Is it acceptable as an uh, answer? Of like, course, it's in... your answer. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's like joy is when you feel when you feel full, when you feel you know filled up by something. I don't know. Mm. Freedom is. I don't know. Acceptance is the first thing that comes to mind. Um... Acceptance. Freedom yeah. is acceptance. Mm. Well, let me tell you something. Um, me, uh-huh. and I'm sure I can speak on, t- on on behalf of our listeners, I fully accept what you're putting down, Robin Grasso. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I'm so grateful for you being on the show this week. Thank you, Andre. It was my pleasure. And thanks for everybody to, you know, who was listening. All right. Talk soon. All right. See you soon. It's 
If you enjoyed today's podcast, I want to invite you to like, share, comment, and tweet about this episode. Your comments help me to make this podcast the best that it can be and continue to share the love. Don't forget to pass this episode on to someone that you may know that might need an extra pick-me-up as well. Also, feel free to visit lovecityarts.org. We've got more episodes, monthly giveaways, upcoming in-person events, uplifting blogs, and a book club on the way. Love City exists to uplift artists, the ones that love them, and the inner creative genius in us all. Thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned for another uplifting episode from the Love City Arts Podcast.